Hi, this is Tom Field, Senior Vice President of Editorial with Information Security Media Group. I'm talking about digital risk management and third-party risk, and this is in the wake of a roundtable discussion we've just had on this in Charlotte. I'm speaking with Patrick Potter, Solutions Marketing with RSA. Patrick, thanks so much for taking time to speak with me after this roundtable. Yeah, my pleasure. So we had a good group of engaged people that were eager to talk about this topic in Charlotte. What are your takeaways from the discussion? Yeah, I, I think the, the, the conversation was great. I think we had a good range of maturity in terms of third-party governance and, and capabilities. And you know, a lot of that depended on the, on the company itself, but it was good to get different perspectives. I think some people were there to listen and learn and others were there to to teach and instruct, and, and uh, then we had some in the middle, so there was definitely a, a, a good mix. I felt like the conversation was good, and, you know, there were, there were good levels uh, of people seemed to be director and above. That made for, for a good conversation. I think it, overall it was great. Patrick, why do you find that third-party risk has emerged as such a hot topic, specifically this year? It seems to be what everybody wants to talk about. You know, there's several factors. I, I think, you know, the one that we talk about a lot is the digital transformation. Literally every industry out there is, is going through it in some way, shape, or form. You hear a lot more about the, the third-party ecosystems becoming more complex because a lot of those third-party partners are, are tech partners. So they've got their own technology challenges they're bringing to the table. Some are mature, some are less mature. So, you know, you've got IT groups that are that are big and advanced in some of these partners and they know how to handle you know the cyber threats but maybe maybe they're not as nimble as others whereas maybe smaller companies have smaller teams maybe not as advanced but they're a little more nimble so the more tech partners i think and technologies that you add to this third party ecosystem the more complex it becomes and uh is becoming larger and and add on top of that the the gig economy workers that are in and out of third party ecosystems that I think a lot of this is decreasing control and adding adding risk and uh, and with data privacy and, and just the pervasiveness of data, you uh, third party risk is such a big deal because you don't always know whose hands your data is in and uh, when it is in the hands of an nth party that you don't know anything about that that can be scary and you can be legally liable under rules like GDPR and, and other privacy laws. So there's just a, you know, third-party risk is a good bucket category of risk, but it entails several different risks that really leave the contracting company wide open if they're not managing those appropriately. So Patrick, in Charlotte, we heard a lot about the challenges of inventorying the most critical vendors and then deciding which ones and how you would audit on an ongoing basis. As you talk with people about third-party risk, what do you find to be the consistent themes that they're discussing with you? Well, that's that's a big one, is, is they don't always know all of their third parties. They are having a hard time keeping up with the growth of the third-party ecosystems. They're not scaling. They're are able to scale their third-party management programs accordingly. They're having a hard time getting information back from their third parties. So if they're asked to do an assessment, they have to follow up and don't always have the resources to do, to do that, lose track of the assessments they've received back versus the ones they haven't. And again, a, a big theme is cyber threats coming from these third parties. It's a it's a it's something that 
that they're introducing into the environments. Another one is just the regulatory exposure that uh, they're concerned about. The, the regulations, of course, tell the companies that they must do X, Y, Z uh, in regards to the third parties, but the regulations aren't good at conversely telling the third parties what, what they've got to do in support of, of the companies. So you know, that's uh, just because you're compliant with the regulation doesn't mean you have your third party risk under control. So I'd say those are a few. You know, another big one is what they're concerned about. Alliance does a study every year, and the, the top risk, almost 50% of the companies they survey, is uh, business interruption. And that can come from third parties just as easily as it can come from a, a tornado or, you know, a breakdown of your internal processes. So that just that uh, the connectedness of a company to its third parties, especially if they're critical and fourth parties and, and just the potential business interruption is, a, is another big threat that's talked about quite a bit. So Patrick, in response to these concerns, how is RSA's offering evolved when it comes to third party risk? We take a unified phased approach at, at the bigger problem, not just you know onboarding a vendor, for example, or making sure they're performing, but you really, in our solution and our our products, do this. Uh, they enable companies to to look at that the risk of that third party holistically. And there's there's different there's different risks. There's risks of not onboarding that that vendor appropriately, not managing and monitoring them during the course of their engagement. There's risk around their access to your systems and data. There's risks around cyber and fraud threats they might introduce into your environment. There's risk around just the ability of your of, of their program to manage, you know, these third parties. So we we take that holistic approach, and and we we do things like uh, through our assessment teams help companies evaluate where they are from a maturity standpoint versus where they need to be in managing third party governance and risk. And then we our, our Archer product, for example can help organizations manage the entire life cycle around dealing with that third party from onboarding to assessing their criticality to tying them to the business that they support, parts of the business they support, to identifying, assessing, and mitigating risks and managing and monitoring their performance. So Archer is a very strong tool around that. And then couple that with Secure ID, which is a, a an advanced authentication tool allows to manage their the third party's access needs uh, up front and over the course of the engagement. And then uh, NetWitness and Fry are, are two products are there to help companies monitor for those cyber and, and fraud threats and then take quick action and, and mitigate those and, and deal with the, the consequences. So from that, that bigger picture, uh, we feel like we have, have the right services and solution and products to to manage that uh, that bigger picture of third-party governance and risk. So, Patrick, we're going to take this discussion on the road to uh, New York, to Washington, D.C., to Denver. What would you say is the value for the attendees to come and participate in a discussion like this with us? Well, I'd say it's, you know, there's several parts to that uh, that answer. One is... Again, I'll say it. You know, it's, it, third-party risk is more than just procurement. It's 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 managing the 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 risk, as I just described, 
you know, the cyber risk and fraud risk and resiliency risk and other risks that that organization or third party poses to organization. Um, so that's, that's one of the values. We kind of open their eyes to the, the bigger picture of third party risk. Um, another is since we work with so many companies and organizations around the world and so many organizations are global, we can connect these organizations. They have conversations and we can bring stories that, that we have and experiences that we have with these, these other customers that, that, that have 30 third party risk as well. And, and those that attend the roundtable can can get those you know firsthand, uh, firsthand stories and relate them to maybe what they're going through and and we connect people and companies all the time through our user groups and working groups and so they can talk to others that are using our products and tackling the same challenges and uh, and get advice that way so that's a, another great benefit you know just to be in a room and talk to peers about similar challenges and, all, and another one is just helping them bridge the gap between IT security and risk or silos that exist in so many companies that prohibit, again, that uh, approaching third-party risk holistically because there is a security element to it and then there's a business risk element to it, et cetera, et cetera. And that's, our, that's, that's in our wheelhouse. That's what we help, help companies do. So, for example, being in that room with IT executives and security executives and business executives they can see each other's perspective and, and kind of where they come at third-party risk, maybe in similar ways and, and in different ways too. So uh, just uh, just great conversations and just a great venue for doing that. Excellent, Patrick. I appreciate your time and insight. Thank you very much. I look forward to our next discussion. Sounds great, Tom. Thank you. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much.